We'd like to thank our sponsor, SLC Guitar, for another sweet guitar riff. Welcome to another episode of Build with Breen Homes, where we talk all things construction, business management, and just have a good old time behind the microphone. As far as a client goes, you have a client that, or anybody has a client right now. They are um, right in the middle of their build. It, holiday season comes around. What advice would you have for that client as they prepare for their job to go into the holiday season? Right, right. Yeah, like expectations. Totally. Yeah, like what, what would you what would you tell them? So a few things. One, as a as a client or or someone, let's say you're, let's just say as a client. As a client's perspective, don't ever put a specific date in your mind of when your home needs to be complete. And don't project that onto your client, right? Right. Or, or onto your contractor. Don't tell me it's your 32nd anniversary. Hmm. Don't tell me it's your son's 11th birthday. For some reason, it's like the house looks like it might be done by July. And, and we'll have people come and be like, well, it's my 42nd July, so we July 4th, so we need to have this done by yeah, then. Yeah. And I was, what does that matter? You know? Yeah. So I think to a point of like whether it's Christmas season, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, don't say, well, my family always has a big family party and we want to have it in our home. Like, don't put it on there. It's not worth it. So just kind of let the home be done when it's done mm -hmm. and let that be the date. Don't find a reason to try to speed up that process. Yeah. And put that that wall or that, you know, finish line on your, your contractor Two, you're going to have family that comes into town or you're going to be around family. And that may be the talk. I mean, that's probably one of the most important things you have going on in your life at the time. Mm -hmm. And so you probably will walk friends and family through your home that maybe you haven't because it's been so hustle bustle and busy. Yeah. And then you will get the questions of like, Oh, is your home done? Oh, are the windows in yet? You know, so you're you're gonna you're gonna get kind of an, of an overload. Yeah. Don't let it frustrate you, mm. because it will. Mm. When That's you huge. start getting questions, I mean, think about it. When you're yeah. first married, and you start to get the questions of like, "Hey, when you gonna have kids? kids? When yeah. are you gonna make me a grandma? When are you gonna make me a grandpa?" Yeah. You know, like that that annoys that annoys you oh. so bad when people start hitting you up on that. So you automatically know you're gonna get cousin, aunt, uncle, friend, family member, whatever is mom and dad asking you those same questions right don't let it grill and get at you you know the process takes time yep. building a house it is a journey you know like enjoy it you know so i i think ultimately i would say as you are walking friends and family through or you're, you're talking about it you know again go back to what the fun part of it is it's the holiday for all of us for sure let us all have a holiday you know we're spending time with our family as the contractor mm -hmm. the subcontractor spending time with their family if you've got time off it's a snow day. You notice people at the house, go grab them donuts and hot chocolate, get them some, you know, some drinks at the gas station, like make it a point to spread that holiday cheer and be a part of the process. We get a lot of clients that are super busy in their day jobs. We tell them, go to your job, make money. Mm -hmm. You know, it may start to slow down. You may have a little more time to be a little more friendly with your contractors, the employees or the subcontractors on the job. Go be friendly. Right. It's that time of year. Yeah. Go over, say hi, tell them Merry Christmas, take them a box of donuts. Like that's okay. And it's nice and it's friendly and it shows that you care, you know? So again, my advice really is to, you know, allow that time of year to 
be what it is and let everyone have some time off and, you know, celebrate with everyone and don't get frustrated and, you know, don't put that, uh, that finish line expected date on people. Mm. Well said, man. Well said. I could easily see, you know, and, and I've heard, Hey, we got, we got to get this job done because Turkey day is coming around. <laughs> totally. We, we got six weeks before Turkey day. We yeah. will be in this house. Oh yeah. We, we get clients. that's like, we will have Christmas morning in this house. Yeah. We're gonna sleep with sleeping bags. You're like, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you you, you can't. Just don't. You right. know? And most any and most any contractor is gonna have their contract of like, we will inform you within 30 mm. days of the home being complete. We won't give you a completion date until then. Mm. And that's why, like, you right. know, again, it's it's not like we don't want to set that goal date. When I get all, every one of my clients will come in and say, hey, it's our anniversary or a birthday or whatever it is. You know, do you think we'll be done? And I don't mind saying. Yeah, we could probably hit that date. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it as we get closer. But very, very, very rare will I sit with a client and say, yep, we're going to hit that date. Yeah, why would you? Yeah, a parade of homes is about the only time they'll get me to hit that. Yep. And I actually use that as a sell to clients. Like, you'll let me put your home in the parade. It'll help you get me finished. I will set that date and I won't miss it. Mm. You know, so if there is one date we will hit, you know, that's probably Parades. what it is. <laughs> I like it. Tell me... Next year, let's, let's get into next year. I want to go same question, but as things slow down, you've informed your clients like, Hey, this is gave them expectations. Yeah. This is what happens around this time of year, every year, you know, if they say, we're like, okay, yeah, that's great. Totally fine with that. Is there advice you would give them for gearing up for next year? Yeah, are we talking specifically like 2023 or just in general of like January hits? What are you doing for the next year? Just in general. Yeah. Just in general. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, again, I kind of tell clients as we go through the holidays, plan on it picking back up in the in January. And then it's kind of back off to the races. Like it's time to get the reins back underneath you and get really, truly moving. Right. If I'm looking for advice to give clients, it's the same thing that I kind of said of like it, we're in the holiday season. We're here to spread cheer, take some time off. Guess what? It's January. You go back to work. You make money. You do what you're good at and let me do what I'm good at. Right. Right. You know, so again, for clients, it's let's get back in our routine. Let's get back in our consistency. Let's get back to our regular meetings. Let's get back to you at your job and me at my job. And let's really focus on getting this project done. You know, this, this is the answer that you wanted. As I roll into January, do I start to get into my processes and systems? Hell yeah. Right. right? <laughs> you know, again, game like, on. I, I don't necessarily say, okay, this is exactly what I do. In January 1st, I start writing goals. But no, I, I step into January and I say, okay, what is my travel going on for the season? You know, not the season, but the year. What do I know I have coming up? Where am I going? What month specifically do I need to get specific stuff done? Are we prepped and ready for taxes coming to hit? Like I, I start to yeah. put those in the calendar make sure we're prepared so that as we go into that year, we're not caught behind again. Um, we project our quarter one, our quarter two, our quarter three, and our quarter four. What are we looking at for those incomes coming in? How are we going to keep on to those? So yeah, I do roll into January as like a process mentality. It's time to rock and roll. you know. And again, maybe that's why you hear me earlier say in December, I take a little bit of a break. I just try to play some catch up and right. projection. Because January, I do step right into and say, what process did we have for the team in the field? 
What process do we have for the office guys? What process do we have for the accountant? What am I looking at? What am I projecting to? Am I open to hiring for the year? I always ask myself that question at the beginning of the year. Are we going to hire or are we not going to hire this year? You know, and that's, it's hard to ask yourself that question in January and, and know what you're thinking come August, but you really need to project that out in your mind and say, what are we going to do? You know, where are we going to be? Who are we focusing on? Do we need to put more attention on sales? When are we going to start to dig the next project? You know, a lot of times I wouldn't say we delay ourselves from digging throughout the winter, but we definitely take a more passive look mm-hmm. on starting projects in the winter. You know, so a lot of the times we may have a project that we say we didn't quite get it ready, you know, in the late fall or early winter. So if it's going to come into January, February, let's just wait till March 1st or March 15th. Mm. You know, so a lot of times we're saying, are those homes prepped and ready to go? If I dig one or two or three homes right around that time, most likely my ebbs and flows of the cycle means I'm going to have one or two more digs come late fall, you know? So, and again, that's because I'm small business, I'm putting on different hats and I do go through these curves of, man, I'm so busy. I don't know what to do. I'm just plugged into working. And that's when we've sold too many projects and now we're just working. And now I start to get out of projects. We're starting to close projects and I go, crap, I got to start selling. We don't have enough projects on the table. So I go out and start to sell. And that is like this graph of like up, down, up, down, you know, for me. So a lot of times we'll have two or three digs hit like, early spring mm-hmm. and i'm like we're too busy i gotta get to work mm-hmm. and then i see like july start to come around i'm like oh crap we're we're slowing down come august i gotta sell again mm-hmm. so suddenly like i sell 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 in september we're digging two or three more <laughs> so again i i kind of project out to what is that going to look like where is that consistency what are we doing and yeah processes kick in so again i i kind of i'm giving you a long answer to your question i think going into january it really is you know time to do what I'm good at, which is get back into your processes for everybody. Yeah. Client go back to work. My team's back in. We're projecting. We're moving forward. We're getting serious. It's it's game time again. Yeah. Yeah. We're everybody's energized, ready to go. Okay. Now we're putting the oaks back on. We're moving. Yeah. yeah it's okay. you know, it's that commit to that new gym. Show right. up. <laughs> January second, I am in the right, gym, you right. know. It only lasts for some people for a few weeks, but you know, I go all year long. Keep it going. I can't say anything about that. I know I've done that a couple of times. Are uh, you that guy? Do you go in like January and then like right before summer hits again too? Like, oh crap. No. June's the, around a corner. My I last get my body back. Right. <laughs> my last gym deal, I I did pretty good for about six months. And then I can't remember what happened, but something something i think it was job related or something happened and yeah. kind of messed up my schedule and and then it was like you're saying you know eh, too man, hard I'll, I'll try it in three weeks <laughs> i'll get back to it and then three years later you're like eh, fuck, i probably should go back to the gym at some point in time but i did get a membership this year <laughs> where to um there's a new uh gym opening up right pretty close to my place okay and uh used to be a old uh 24-hour fitness okay and i was like yeah uh, i think i'm gonna do this what is it now is it eos i think it is yeah i've seen a few of those start to pop up i take you as the type that rolls in and there's only like 400 pounds you're like i lifted all that and 
I'm out. <laughs> just leave it there. <laughs> like, that's fine. They don't got enough weight here for yeah, me. <laughs> I can't. I, how am I supposed to work here? I can't do anything in here. This is terrible. <laughs> is this a play gym for children? Right. <laughs> I've, I've tried to lighten it up a little bit. Yeah. I'm so used to heavy weights. And, yeah. And you get to that point, I'm like, dude, I don't really need to be lifting 400 pounds anymore, do no. I? I can go in here and just throw some you know, 225 on, right. get some reps in, and go walk around, maybe jump on a treadmill for a little bit. <laughs> Come in, but yeah, I own this place. Woo, here we uh, go. I mean, we're going to go off on a tangent here, but uh, I, back in my high school football days, mm. I so bad hated powerlifting and Olympic lifting mm. because of how sore I would get. Yeah. That I was like, once football's over, I will never do a deadlift, yeah. squats. I'm not ever doing that stuff again. I hate it. Yep. So I did like high school football as my career ended there. I didn't do squats or like, you know, power lifting, Olympic lifting for years. Mm -hmm. And then kind of got, I, I hate to say for years, I would do like the occasional Friday leg day, okay, yeah. you know, but other than that, I was like biceps, you know, biceps and back Monday, yeah. triceps and chest Tuesday, you know, mm -hmm. like, and then Friday, so happened it's Friday. I'm going to miss my workout. <laughs> no leg day today. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yep. um, but CrossFit got me back into Olympic lifting and I just, I love it. I yeah. love it. You know, so like going back to you, like, did you, did you ever feel like as you got out of that training in your, in your field days mm. that you were just like, I don't ever want to do this again? No. So the Olympic lifting, the power lifting, all that is just so ingrained in me. Mm -hmm. If I pop into a gym, that's the first thing I'm like, all right, here we go. And see, that's kind of like shamed upon at most gyms, right? Totally is. To just go for your hey, snatches hey, up and down. That's too loud. That's too loud. Sorry. You can't throw a snatch up and drop it from six feet up. Exactly. Exactly. No, I, I, man, I, I, there was a point in time where I was thinking maybe I should just power lift. Yeah. And just do it competitively just so I can get my workout in and be able to just feel that I'm doing something in the gym. Totally. And I don't know. I did it just thinking around at some, man, this was in Draper somewhere forever ago. Uh -huh. And I just got to the point, I was like, eh, what am I going to do with this? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I'm lifting all this weight and is it helping yeah. me? No, it's just, it, it I, more than likely, I'm going to get injured. Totally. I'm getting older now. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to give this up. I'll yeah. be good. But I yeah, it's walking to a gym, man, it's like the first thing I'm looking for is like, okay, bench. All right, here we go. Do they have enough weight on here? Gosh, I'm just going to go grab these other, <laughs> the <hotel laughs> these other 45s over <laughs> the here. The hotel gym doesn't have quite <laughs> enough to do much of anything. Exactly. I was just like, man, I need to get you go. in the CrossFit box. Cause, and again, like people don't like, I hate to say people don't like, a lot of people are afraid of CrossFit because like that cardio end and that high intensity workout. Mm -hmm. But the majority of people that are afraid of it are afraid of it because of the Olympic lifting portion to it. Right. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. They see it and they're like, nah, nah, deadlifts, front squat, overhead squat, snatches, power snatches, cleans. All that is bad for my age, my body, you know? And I'm always kind of a person like, Hey, you do it right. You don't overweigh it. You're not going for a PR all the time. Yeah. You know, now it is a lot of the times it can be heavier weight and lots of reps. Mm -hmm. And the the problem with CrossFit is it's a competitive environment because they do tend to have, even at my gym, we're not necessarily competitive, but there's a few individuals I get competitive with yeah. and they're like, okay, hey, ready, go. 
And suddenly it's like, well, now I'm in a race. Yeah. Of course I get competitive. You know, I care who doesn't. Of course, right. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. You learn you learn what your threshold is or how you're feeling that day. And mm. it's it's not I, I I always tend to like I joke about it. I'm like, I'm an adult, I can quit the minute I want to. Like if I start going and it starts to feel a little too heavy or I'm a little too tired, and no one may, is going to mom and dad aren't gonna make me do this. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, I can't stop. Right. right. Um, you know, so honestly, like that's what I love about it is a I I on a weekly basis, you know, four or five days a week, I do Olympic lifting. Yeah. You know, whether it's snatches, cleans, clean and jerks, front squats, overhead squats. But it's awesome. You know, and I love it. It like it's I've awesome. now I totally have this like ingrained in me of like no. I'll miss mm-hmm. doing snatches, you know, or some complex. And it's a different, at least for me, it's a different, it's a different muscle. It's not yeah. a, a typical like, okay, I'm jumping on the bench. Boom, boom, boom. I'm done. Okay. It, it is defining these muscles that the repetition, the, the non, damn, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the, the not like, it's like not a normal lift. Right. Or it's not a normal process. I can't think of the word. It, it is, but it's not. Cause here's the reality, like Olympic lifting, even though it is about form. Yeah. For you to go grab, let's take a deadlift, for example. Mm-hmm. Put, you know, like a, a a solid weight on, let's say put 300 pounds there. Solid weight, but not way too heavy. Yeah. For you to bend over and grab and pick that up is a natural motion. Same if, thing with like a snatch. If you do snatch. it correctly. Correct, if you do it yeah. correctly. Same thing with like a snatch. If I, if I go grab a bar on like a wide grip. Yeah. And I try to rip that thing above my head and I kind of, grip it and rip it, but I do it correctly. Yeah. It's the same motion in a sense of like me trying to rip the lawnmower and get it started. Truly. No, like no. there is a part of that. You're going to say no, cause there's twisting involved. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. that we're on this great tangent here, but no, I, I really like, I really do believe that that natural motion is what keeps you in a sense, stretched out mobile yeah for strong sure. for sure you know so for me i'm like okay an overhead squat is not a natural motion mm-hmm. but there is a lot of strength that that builds into the natural motion that makes sense totally you know and that's what, that's truly what i love about it like it is fun to get in there and grab you know unconventionally grab 225 pounds of like wide grip rip it above your head mm-hmm. feels pretty cool it does actually <laughs> yeah and, does actually. and then to be able to just like drop it from seven feet up you know, clear above you like clink <laughs> That was the best part. You know, like rubber weights, just yeah. drop them down and it's okay because rubber floor, like, it's fun, man. I totally get I need to get man. you in a box with me. Maybe. Get you in there. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Back on task. Back on task. What are All we right. talking about? So, I don't know. What were we talking about? <laughs> uh, next year. Next yeah. year. We were talking yeah. about next year. Uh, give me, I don't know. Your expectations for next year. What What do you think? Give me your expectations for next year for yourself. Oh, okay. okay. And then here we go. Give me expectations for the business. Yeah. Okay. My expectations for next year for myself. I've I've rounded the corner in my immature life to a more mature stage. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep I going. Keep you, going. I heard you chuckle over there. I said my immature life. I've rounded the corner of realizing that I cannot uh, outpace life. 
Okay. Um, and that I, I started to realize that a couple of years ago. Um, I'm a, I'm a high energy, fast paced, do it all individual. And I realized that as I've slowed down, you know, whether it's just due to age or maturity, I've realized that as I've slowed down, that there's the purpose in, you know, stepping aside and smelling the flowers, just slowing down a little bit is actually glorifying and edifying in its own way. And, and so for me, like on a personal level, I've been on a couple year journey of really finding the right balance and keeping it in my life. You know, so for me personally, I can't say one thing specific of like my goal for 2023. Okay. But I can specifically say that my kids are getting just uh, more children age, less baby age. Yeah. And they're a lot of fun to be around. So yeah. like balance in my life has to include time with them, period. For sure. For sure. Um, I've also set an expectation in my family's life that I just have to keep up to the cost and the things that we do. Like mm -hmm. I, I, I don't want to rip it away from my family, mm -hmm. you know? So like I, I've got to keep the business running that provides the lifestyle that we have, um, you know, but I also don't need more in my life. Like in a sense, more does hold me back and give me more responsibility and more crap to take care of. Right. You know, so in a sense, like I am in a very good spot in my life that I want to enjoy what I have in my life, my family, my friends, my work atmosphere. You know, so for me on a personal level, yes, I do have things that I'm chasing after. Uh, I've got another half Ironman I've entered in May that I'm planning on training for early next season. You know, I love the vacation getaways that I go on, whether it's fishing, skiing, mountain biking. I do a ton of that stuff. But then, you know, big focus on family uh, and big focus on work. So your other question is, what is the business going to do next year? You know, I mean, honestly, I see a good growth here for us. And I I know that's kind of head in the sand, recession, things are slowing down. But I really think that next year can be a growing year to us from what we had this previous year. And that seems a little oxymoron to say, but I think we'll have a better 2023 than we had 2022, which was a better year than 2021. So I do see a trajectory moving forward for us. Now, what my goal is for 2023 is to allow that to happen because I know it can happen, but be prepared for our slowdown to get us into 2024. And the reason I say that is I believe that the particular niche of market that I'm in for custom home building with the majority of my clients having cash, that that part of the market will tend to slow down a little bit later mm -hmm. than the rest of the economy. So we've already seen a slowdown for the majority of the economy. We're kind of seeing a double dip right now. I think that Q late Q3, early Q4 of next year, I will start to see those effects in my cells. Mm. You know, so my goal is to really prep ourselves from what's going on now and through 2023 that as 2024 rolls around, right. we've done the right marketing and we can get through 2024 because I think we're going to need to get through 2024. That makes sense. I can see that. So that's the goal for the business. That's the goal to get through. Set myself up so we're prepared to get through 2024. I like it. And I know I'm looking right over 2023. We've got contracts through 2023 that are awesome. Right. You know, um, so it's, it's hard for me not to. I like it. Well, it sounds like you kind of got things squared up, ready to go, which that's the most important part. Bro, I got really. life figured out. <laughs> I'm good. I am good, I'm man. I'm good. Remember I told you I was going to buy a yacht? That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> you remember the yacht, right? Just saying. I don't know Just why. I got, on this, I got on this, like, uh, I don't know what it is. Not this obsession. 
I, for some reason, one night on YouTube, I, I went down the rabbit hole of oh. looking at private yachts. Yeah. And I was like, that's the coolest life, man. I need to go live on a 300 foot yacht. Like, I need Damn. to retire yeah. on a half billion dollar yacht. Jeez. I don't know how I'm ever going to do that. And then just, but that would be the life, man. Oh, that really, for me, morning, that would be the life. Be like, <sighs> you know, let's, let's go to the Bahamas. Just sail the world. Yeah, let's go to the Bahamas. Today. And most of those big yachts have a crew of like 20 to 50. Yeah. Truly, like, have that. The mm-hmm. I mean, those things aren't cheap to operate, right? Mm-hmm. But I got going down this path and I'm like, man, they got 12 staterooms, 300 feet long, gym facility. I, I could sell the world. Yeah. I can go live with my family on a yacht and just get away from everything. Do you know how much gas? <laughs> Who Those cares? <laughs> I've I've done the same thing. I've gone down the rabbit hole, and I'm like, man, that'd be so nice. And then they start, you know, oh, let's go tour the the engine room. I'm like, geez, that thing is big as an apartment. I don't ever want to go in the engine room. That's why there's staff. No, no yeah, like, I just yeah. want to sit on back and hang out with the you know the ski boats and the toys and I get it. Go fish and snorkel and man, anybody that if if you want to go on a journey, go YouTube like private yacht oh. tours. It, dude, it's amazing when they build impressive, those. impressive cool. stuff. Mm. <laughs> well, when you get that yet, that yet, that yacht, let me know. Um, I'll bring you out for a week here. That'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> Just give you a taste. Can I? Can I get two weekends? <laughs> maybe, we'll maybe, see. maybe the week and then both weekends. Depends. Maybe? If your family comes along, I'll give you a couple weekends. If it's just you, I, I think maybe a week. <laughs> <laughs> your family's Deal. a good little buffer, you know. That's fair. That's fair. I'm good with that. Oh man. What well, else you got for me for 2023? Well, let's see, 2023. What, what's your what's your take on 2023? I feel like it's such a mixed bag right now. To- totally is. Isn't it just like this? We threw all this shit in a blender and spun it up and we're like, I don't know. Let's pick something out today. I was sitting with some folks today and they were commenting on the industry and what some builders were doing and how they thought it was going to affect their business and this and that. And and I kind of sat back and I was like, that's what they feel like is the best strategy for them and their company. Right. And however many employees that they have there, I'm sure they've thought about all of it and that's the move they're going to do. Go mm-hmm. for it. Go for it. Totally. What what different? I mean, you're looking at the economy one way; they're looking at it a different way. Everybody's looking at this thing in fifty different ways. But if that's what is going to keep their employees fed, totally and happy and pushing through, if things were to get squirrely, then so be it. Yeah, make it happen. Oh, it's just it sends out the wrong message. Screw the message. <laughs> You there's, do what you got to do. Yeah, there's 150 people, guessing on the number, but the company's got 150 people that will be able to understand and thrive, if not thrive, survive mm-hmm. that next year. If something were to happen, that's all that matters. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it, you hate to say it's a day at a time because you got to project, you got to prepare, you got to yeah. be ready. You know, you got to do what's best for you. You got. My businesses ran different than, you know, so many other people's businesses, but it is, it, I think where I see the conundrum is it's not just like things 
just turned off. Like we've pro- been projecting a slowdown for a while. I almost feel like we've caused our own slowdown by totally. like this. Yep. It's coming. Yep. It's coming. Get ready. It's, here we go. Yep. It's going to happen. Like we've just constantly done this. And I almost feel like we've, maybe, maybe I'm going to take like the futuristic mind in the sense that I have of some of the books that I've read and combine that with like what mm-hmm. our news and media is educating us on now, which we can all argue is fake. Mm-hmm. But I think we have so much data that yeah. we can spin up any agenda we want, right? More data than we've ever had. Okay, we, yeah, that's, I think yeah. that's, that, that's my point is like, mm-hmm. because of technology, we have so freaking much data that we can look at it and be like, be like, okay, we got a recession that hits every five to 10 years and only 30% of them really affect the real estate market. Let's just talk like a nation as a whole, right? Mm-hmm. And typically during recessions, interest rates decrease so we can plan on that happening and usually a recession hits when the stock market drops x amount of percent points like we have all this data that we're just like here's where the recession's going to happen well, and it's like no surprise to us and i really feel like that's where we're walking into this recession yeah is like it's going to hit us q1 of 2023 it's going to be a rough year you know and i don't i i feel like maybe those that you know stay stay plugged in stay consistent uh, stay with an ear to the ground of what's going on. It's just creating this bigger divide of like no more middle class, upper class, lower class. Mm-hmm. And the upper class are the ones that are staying in tune, staying uneducated, preparing, understanding the data and being ready. We're sitting here being like, okay, this is what's best for me and my business to get through it. Mm-hmm. And I'll be okay. Right. And I feel like the people that are just kind of uh, fear mongering yeah. and not paying attention, but just like, oh no, recession. Right. Things, inflation, everything's so expensive. What are we going to do? Up. What are we going to do? I'm going to lose my job. Yeah. I feel like those are the ones that are not keeping up and losing their jobs. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. It just seems really odd to me that I feel like, you know, I said everything's kind of thrown into this blender. It really is kind of like what you want it to be. Yep. I feel like this recession is what I want it to be. Yeah. You know, and maybe that's why I sit here and I'm just like, I'm not overly worried about 2023. No, I think you, you prepared well. I'm sure there's, all kinds of other things that you have done to get ready for this next year. Yeah. Not recession year. Yeah. But things you have systematically put into play to get ready for the next year. Yeah. But I'm sure there's things, you know, in the back of the house that is like, if this happens, then we're good here, 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 here. If this happens, we're good here, here, here. Totally. But 2024, we're rocking it. Yeah. Like, this is what we need to be preparing for totally. as we are going through this year. This is what we need to be preparing for. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I think you, I think you nailed it. I've caught myself saying to like, where I say, I think 2024 will be a slowdown for us. I really think from the, the Utah economy, the Salt Lake economy that we will see, you know, the slowdown we're seeing right now, that'll kind of continue into Q1, Q2 of next year. I do think interest rates, have leveled off. They'll probably decrease over the next uh, couple of quarters. And I think the minute they decrease and, and level off or, you know, or, or sit somewhere around the low sixes, upper fives, mm-hmm. our economy is right back on. Yeah. I think people will start buying again. Mm-hmm. And I think because of that, it'll immediately tick up gangbusters again in, in Salt Lake city, Utah, oh. you know? And so part of me goes, maybe I'm projecting that 2024 will be slow just to, convince my mind that I need to prepare for it because I think the economy turns right back on right. mid next year for us in Utah. 
and our bubble continues to grow like crazy. Just keep on keeping on. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you can tell at my office we have our Charlie Brown tree, you know. Yeah, I was just oh, I was was like, a, a little twig over here with one ball hanging off it. It's pretty sad. It's it's the best tree I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there looking at it, where have I seen that before? Charlie, Charlie Brown. Charlie I don't Brown. know who put the Charlie Brown tree out. Charlie I like it though. I mean, we got the other one sitting there. I don't know what it is about uh, the girls in our office. I, mm-hmm. I love it, but they I, I keep calling it. They getting this decoration off. Like Halloween, were you in here around Halloween time? They had spider webs hanging all over the place. Like it got intense, bro. Nope. Uh, mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> Didn't got notice shit. it. Got other shit to do. No. <laughs> Didn't even see it. Didn't even see it's it. It's like the same thing here. Like they've got poinsettias everywhere. Wow. I've got like wreaths and stuff hanging in my office that I didn't put up. We've got like personalized like Christmas socks hanging on everyone's door. I didn't have anything to do with those. Like, man, they just, they, for some reason, the two different businesses are having like this uh, this decoration off. And I don't know who's winning, but they're still uh, going at it. You got to make sure your team wins. That's yeah, all that matters. Exactly. We'll find a way. That's all that matters. It's late tonight. We can go sabotage the, the people Ooh. next door. Shall we just go haywire? Well, we don't set it now. <laughs> we can, they're they're going to know. We can pull it off. <laughs> <laughs> we, we could. We could. No, man. I think uh, I think that's a good end of the year podcast. What's, what's really? our, as we wrap it up, I yeah. want to wrap it up, but- as our listeners may want to know, I think there's only two listeners out there. I think we lost the rest of them. <laughs> That's fine. They'll come back. Yeah. What are our goals of the podcast for 2023? What do you got out there, Brandon? Ooh, that's a good question. I think, I don't know. I think what I would like to see more of on the podcast is almost like little breakout sessions mm-hmm. with just you talking about, I haven't quite thought of what to really call them, but just like irks, like, Oh man, I just had a hell of a meeting with a client, you okay. know, here's, you know, set the precedent or set the stage for this meeting. This yep. I had to go in and talk to the client about, we're going to have to have a change order on X, Y, and Z. And here's why. And then talk about what happened in that conversation. Mm -hmm. Just to kind of break it up a little bit more and almost give listeners and potential clients a little more insight. The emotion into it. Yeah. I get it. Like it's not a, well, it's going to cost you X amount of money and you could do it or not. Like I it's up to you. I don't care either way, but we're, we're doing like, there's, there is a mental process that goes into every single oh, decision <laughs> that a yeah. contractor makes. It's not a, well, they're, this is what they want and it's going to cost X amount of money and they're either going to pay it or not. Totally. And you know, dude, just figure it out yeah, one way no. or another. There, there's a whole process mm-hmm. that goes through and I, I think those types of conversations with just you yeah. is like maybe right after it happens or a couple okay. days later or something. I think those would be really cool. We kind of did the episode of the the minute with Mr. Breen. Yeah. You know, we could yeah. do, we could pop in some some short minutes and have some fun with those Absolutely. five, six, eight minute episodes. Yeah. I think those right. would be cool. I think uh doing snippets of the podcast, putting those all over. Like your LinkedIn, yeah, um, a little more social media, 
yeah, a little more social media stuff. But I, I do like the direction we're going. We're getting damn good at these. At yeah. I think so. Yeah, for right. sure. They're, they're getting fun. We're able to wing them a little bit more. Exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. And they sound good. You know, I listened to the last one we dropped last Friday, driving home from from Palm Springs. Mm. I was like, man, well, you know, we just did a, a, a recap and it was fun and it flowed well. Yeah. And it was, you know, we, we, we've done a much better job letting each other talk on it, which is awesome. We get for more sure. of your input on there. For sure. You know, so yeah, I, I think going to 23, 23, we can have some fun with it. I think to your point, I'd like to find some time to where we can, you know, I still like the, the 45 minute to hour long episodes. I think they can be really good, mm. especially on topics that we really need to get into. Yeah, for sure. You know, but I think there's a lot of topics, you know, like some of the ones we've talked tonight that we can really cut those down to 20, 30 minute episodes mm -hmm. and we could pop out, you know, one a week two a week even if we wanted to not mm -hmm. that i want to put this big challenge on it yeah but i do think i can be better about getting more content put out there and then we can start to release yeah you know more often more stuff you know get some more stuff out there which i think is fun i i still my maintained goal on this is i've got to have it be fun because mm -hmm. the minute it's not i'm out uh, totally get that. <laughs> like, i don't yeah. want to sit here at nine o'clock at night and record if it's not fun absolutely absolutely <laughs> I think maybe not next year, perhaps in 24, mm -hmm. we kind of talk a little bit more about kind of taking the podcast and some of the, some of the content that we get a lot of good traction on or something. Mm -hmm. I think it might be kind of cool to do almost a, um, almost like a, a book mm -hmm. or a blog of some sort okay. that is geared towards a specific topic okay and then just have you like go to town on yeah. it. contracts mm -hmm. you know get into contracts and maybe not your contract but things that you should be looking at <laughs> in a contract and yeah. things you know you know red flag like a master a session contract. exactly exactly okay. something you can put on your social media or your yeah. website that people are like oh really oh, break damn. something out and get into the details That'd be fun. exactly i think stuff like that would be Something that, that and we we got to get maybe we just need to make it a goal of when we record our hour long episodes. Yes, we we do a more committed job of setting day time and get a guest on. Yeah, because yeah. I, I think we're like I, I enjoy this long conversation with us mm -hmm. and I think we can come up with the topic no matter what. Like I had to throw out there and be like, man, let's talk snow. Right. And you and I will find <laughs> a sure. way to talk snow for two hours. And I'm totally sure. cool with that. It's fun. And that's part of what makes a lot of podcasts really successful. But I do think it'd be fun to, you know, like, I think the reason I haven't been good about getting guests on for us is because we're kind of like, when we can make it work. Yeah. You know, nine o'clock on a Thursday night. I you know, but I think if we just said, hey, we got this time, let's put it on. I'll get some guests on here. And I think that'd be a lot of fun. See, and I got to figure that out. That part, part of it is my schedule. It's yeah. just, I, I need to just pick a day. This is when it's happening. Mm -hmm brain this is what we're doing this date and time we're good yeah. yep and just lock it in and just go it's a little difficult right now yeah no i totally get that i wonder let's think through that i wonder if we could you know whether we just did like a once a month but we did a half day and we did four episodes that's not a bad idea Started at 8 a.m and went till noon and i got four different people in here that's not a bad idea. a long time to sit here behind the microphone but yeah 
It's not a bad idea. By the fourth one, we're going to be cussing up a storm. Come on, get in here. <laughs> get get in, in here. here. I, I, yeah, we hear you out there. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> it, <laughs> might, be fun. it might bring some fun banter. Yeah, that would you be know, Maybe fun. we could record a, a podcast of you in the box for the first time throwing up some snatches. Oh, there'd be a lot of cussing. <laughs> a lot of cussing. People think that. Like, shit, what the hell's going on over here? <laughs> All right, let's wrap this rodeo up. Wrapping it up. All right, man. We will uh, we'll chat with you in uh, 23. You got it, my friend. All right, man. Thanks. Bye.